Hello and welcome. I am Amy, your host for the This Is Really Happening podcast, the show where we discuss all things awakening process and the highs and lows of life with an added dose of humor in this insanely beautiful world we live in. Along the way, I'll be offering cosmic insights as well as tangible practices to help you feel aligned within your heart and mind in the present now moment. And as always, Sovereign. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome to the show. As I'm recording this, it is the early hours of January 1st, so Happy New Year to everyone as we welcome in 2022. And so with this year, I just I decided to switch things up a little bit for the show just for the the first show of every month what I am I'm going to do is offer you the cosmic weather for the month ahead. So it will be like cosmic stuff. And then this episode, I'll be delving into one of the the theories of reality transurfing and doing a meditation at the end. So before we get into the energy for the month, I wanted to discuss the energy of 2022 in terms of numerology. So as far as numerology goes, we are, we have just left a year that was um, ruled by the, the number five. And five is about, five years are about change and course corrections they definitely like a agitated feel to them and uh yeah that's what we're leaving behind right and we're moving into or have moved into a six year which is um it's it's all about nurturing and and warmth and there's a focus on family whether it's blood related or not like you this relates also to your spiritual family your 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 family of light that type of thing so it's about compassion and caring for others and it's just there's a very beautiful energy within the the six years um, I actually have the life path number of six, so I really resonate with this as well. Um, but, you know, that's not to say that this year is not going to be all la-di-da, because I think it's, you know, I always, I'm like, it's safe to say that that's not always going to be the case, especially, you know, where, where there's a lot going on, and you know, in in the United States where I am recording this right now, we're heading into our Pluto return almost exact next month, 
we've been feeling this energy building since like 2008 and it's uh, going to hit ahead so to speak quite soon um you know so there's all this stuff going on on the outside so it's incredibly important to to focus on what's happening on the inside and I'm going to to get into this a little bit later into the show about the um, the technique of mirroring and perceiving life as a mirror mirror of your thoughts beliefs and and actions but we'll get into that in a little bit so we're starting this year off with Venus being retrograde in Capricorn. So, you know, it kind of may have a a little bit of a, a wonky feel to it. There's definitely like um, a pullback, but in the sense of pulling back to look within to make the inner revisions as far as Venus in Capricorn is, as far as it relates to Venus in Capricorn, right? So where this is a great time to like review our beliefs around money, our beliefs around self-worth, our beliefs on beauty and all that type of stuff. And we also have Mercury starting its its shadow period. It goes um, retrograde in just a couple weeks on the 15th, 14th or 14th into 15th. It goes retrograde. Yay! So we're like the second half of, of, of January, we have both Venus and Mercury retrograde. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. I know like it gets a really bad rap, but in reality, you know, it's not, I feel like this is really important to say that we can view, there's so many different ways to view astrology and, you know, people, some people view it and they're like, whatever about it. They think, you know, they don't, it's whatever to them. And other people maybe fear it and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, fuck, we're going to have those retrogrades and it's something like a fear-based thing. But more if we can look at it as more of like guides and, you know, regardless of whether, of, of what's going on astrologically, we can choose to work with the energy or we can choose to fight with it and that's a personal choice and do you want to be fighting or do you want to be to be flowing with the energy it's up to us individually but so you know I said there was a wonky start but right away on the on the first today shit (laughs) Ah! no um sometimes um we the sun in cap is trining uranus so it's like that's starting a big 
kind of starting off with a big bang, so to speak. So Uranus is still retrograde, but it's about to station direct. And Uranus is the known as the Great Awakener. And, you know, with this energy, it's, you know, it's very conducive to to having insights about things that need to to shift insights about especially in in Capricorn insights maybe about on an outer level it's like the structures the the government stuff like the structures of society essentially um and on a personal level, it's like the structures that we have within the stuff that we have built within us, um, within our minds and bodies. And, you know, on the following day, so on the second, Mercury is entering Aquarius, which is, you know, it's all about knowledge and new ideas, innovation um, it, it has a lot of excitement behind it and but there there's this sense of having a like you uniqueness in in the way we communicate and on that same day we have a new moon in Capricorn at 1 p.m New York time so this energy like between the shift of Mercury the trine the sun trine Uranus and then the new moon it's really really great for creating intentions and and goals and really becoming super honest with like how we are contributing to our goals or how we're not contributing and it's a time to to like what's the term chalk up chalk up responsibility of how you may be helping or harming your your goals and your personal your personal evolution so this like what better time than now especially at the the new year and so yeah get after it set set your intentions like do it especially now that like it's right before Mercury retrograde and like it's just it's not you know it's it, like I said it's a super grounding energy so it will be it's just so good it's so good right now and oh shoot I had one more thing let me check my notes Okay, Sun conjunct Venus, our X. So, it's like for this, you know, at towards the end of the week or the very beginning of the second week, we, you know, we're going to have an opportunity to to look to look within put the focus within again with the the venus rx with when the sun is conjunct this it's like even more so what i was just talking about before about venus retrograde in general but 
looking in, you know, looking into to see any shifts that need to be made around worth, the perceptions you have of yourself, um, self-love, that kind of stuff. It's really important. You know, I, you know, when I was like just getting into astrology or even before I really knew much about it, I'd be like, oh, retrogrades. What is that? Like Venus or especially Mercury retrograde, but it's actually, they're really beautiful times of introspection and to, to go within and, you know, that, that second week we have a big day, you know, there's this, before I get into it, there's this very, there's this energy of, of polarity in January. Like when I was going through all the transits and aspects and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like one big Uranus influence. Holy shit. Which is, you know, Uranus is intense. We've seen that play out all of, of 2021, the Saturn-Uranus square. It's like a fucking wrecking ball that comes in. Well, I don't know. Pluto is also like a wrecking ball. <laughs> but like, it like wakes people up. It wants to be unique. It wants to go against the norm. It, it doesn't like the shackles that society has placed on it, that energy. And... Um, so that's like the vibe of all of January, but at the same time we have these retrogrades happening and it's like this like push and pull vibe to it. And so we may be feeling a little bit of, there's potential to feel frustration because like, you know, you we were feeling the pull of Uranus and Pluto. I'm like, and Pluto, we'll get to that in a minute. But we feel that pull. But then it's like, there's this other stuff that's like, pull back, wait, hold on. And, you know, but we'll get into that again with the mirror. In a little bit, my digress, my darlings. But so in the second week, we have a bunch, uh, we have a couple of sextiles going on, which when I think of sextiles, I think of like this, um, a, um, opportunities for, to activate. And we have the sun sextiling Neptune and we have Mercury sextiling Chiron. So with the sun, sun and Neptune, it's like, um, I, I'm feeling like activations in, in our third eye, being able to see through the deception that has been fucking with us, pardon my French, but been fucking with us while Neptune is in Pisces. Ah, it's like created this like cloak and, 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 you, we see it playing out peace on there's uh, some of us out there it's just they are having a really hard time seeing through the deception of what is going on and and there are some some powers that be out there that are really playing on this right now they're really using this energy but definitely on the 10th mark it on your calendars it's a day to definitely a, a great day to to meditate and 
and to to get these activations get this knowledge dropped in the third eye via your higher self for sure um we have the other sextile mercury and chiron so mercury is in sagittarius so this is also it's like a higher knowledge and we you know chiron the wounded healer we are being given opportunities to opportunities and insights to do some inner healing at this time and it's it's not surface level it's really really not this may involve conversations with others we're getting insights from our higher self and we may be having conversations with people to to help facilitate the healing and these sextiles are great but then we have mars that is friggin' square neptune womp womp <laughs> so it's like kind of putting a cock block on the forward motion of this sort of stuff <laughs> excuse me that was a little crass I'm from Long Island though come on no but um so moving a little further like down of the week further down of the week did that make sense I'm not sure it's staying in the show though <laughs> um we have Mercury squaring Uranus so and this lasts for till the till like the 16th and it's like this feels like tense like the truth like how close can the dots become until we start connecting them like how do they have to be touching what are we even gonna be able to to see and and can we get past the 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 murkiness the veil of neptune to to see the the truth of the matter uranus is like fucking screaming at us like ah but there's this like so there's this tension in the air it feels like it's about to blow like a volcano that's just not quite ready to explode but it's about to and i'm not saying that in a way of fear but like things are becoming so more and more evident by the day and you know like in the the middle of this this situation the situation mercury becomes retrograde so Will we get the information? I'm not sure. We have to wait and see. Or you know, we might get it in January, but it's 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 coming. And you know the following so it's like already are we seeing the energy? It's like push and pull. And it's been it's kind of been like this, you know. December was a doozy. but there's there's beautiful opportunities in January so at the very beginning of the third week we have the sun conjunct Pluto 
which is awesome and which is awesome because this is where we will be getting some knowledge so Uranus is the great awakener and Pluto is known as the great revealer and if you've ever had or gone you know excuse me gone through like a significant Pluto Pluto transit you know what I'm talking about I think I mentioned this on another show but holy it's like a wrecking ball for real but so completely necessary to to really get to the heart of matters where like we can live in a a more authentic way so we can look forward to that we can look forward to that this month um and then and that's like the but the very next day on the 17th we have a a full moon in cancer which is directly opposite pluto so like it's going this is going to be very intense we're going to for sure feel it in our emotional bodies so like grounding around this time I mean I I recommend to ground every single day like but around this time is is important we may be getting a lot of insight into things and it just you know maybe not what we want to hear <laughs> not to be a downer but it's like um we're definitely going to be in touch with our feelings in in a really big way but it's a time to release that release stuff that has held us back like these these um it's it's more so that we're going to really be in touch with our feelings and our emotional bodies in a really big way and given that there's this aspect with Pluto there is a big possibility that we're going to be shown any like any fracture points where we have this perhaps false sense of security and it's not in order to to like scare us or make us feel shitty it's more as a means to realize what's going on and release those those false notions and in order to welcome in stability you know in a a way that is nurturing and loving and all the amazing things about cancer energy and then the very next day Uranus turns stations direct and it's slow moving and but we'll feel it we will begin to feel it and that's when the the we'll see more outer changes begin to occur at this time Uranus is in Taurus and you know which rules like grounding stability financial the financial sector I'm going to see but you know Taurus is ruled by Venus and Venus is retrograde so it's like 
uh, again, the push-pull, the polar polarization and stuff. And on that same day, the, the lunar nodes officially shift to um, the north node will now be in Taurus, south node in Scorpio. And that lasts for about 18 months. And, you know, so within this energy, it's, you know, Scorpio, you can you can kind of view it as like Scorpio energy is things we're, we're taking, like we want to bring the, the positive quote unquote traits from Scorpio and bring that to us as we step into Taurus, which is stability. Again, I think I just said this. I'm like, I need some no but so Taurus it's it's stability it's grounded it's it's financial abundance it's like ah just you know being taken care of and feeling good and like seeing the beauty in life it can be also you know it's known for I mean this is a huge generalization but like being notoriously stubborn and bullheaded I mean which it can be (laughs) my sweet Luna my daughter is a Taurus with a double Scorpio placement too. So I know all about this. I am curious to see how the next 18 months are going to go in there. <laughs> Super interesting, but I digress. So, you know, where it's a, a time to take what we've learned from, you know, all things Scorpio, the depth, the the deep desire, the the esoteric or occult, and, and take that knowledge, that that passion, and bring it with us to where we're going ahead. And then, like, and then we're moving. Excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> and then we're moving into Aquarius season as the sun shifts from Capricorn and. Aquarius is like, you know, so happy, happy solar return to all the, my Aquarius friends out there. Um, I really love this time. It's a, it's a time of, of serious innovation and, um, and, um, coming together in, in unity and truly, um, being unique and it's interesting because it's like coming together in unity but also being very unique and in like going against the grain and not like what society deems is normal or acceptable so fuck yeah to that um and then um so we'll have that energy to look forward to I love it I love all my Aquarius friends they're so like there's just something about them like I can I can spot an Aquarius a mile away (laughs) I love it um so for the final week of the month we have Venus forming a trine with we have Venus retrograde forming a trine with now direct Uranus and this literally lasts till the very end of the month like 
whole time. So this, it's like a, it feels like an inner awakening to me. It starts as an inner awakening and then at the the very end of the month, Venus goes direct on the 30th and it can start to transform into an outer awakening. Like, so we're realizing our self-worth and not just realizing it, but then really stepping into it and, and like embodying it, right? There's a difference between realizing it and being like, oh, okay, I get it. But actually like embodying it and requiring like the respect from others and the boundaries and, and re- you know, not just requiring the respect, but like requiring a certain type of, of certain types of relationships or a certain type of way of being. It's like our standards we are raised. We know what they are and we're not going to settle for any anything less. Uh, radical refinement. That's what I have written down. Fuck yes. <clears throat> well, I, I just got all excited about that. <laughs> it really hits home though. It does and I'm, I'm excited for it. So... Also on the 24th, we have Mars entering Capricorn. So this is really where we'll see um, back to the the new moon at the very beginning of the month that was on the 2nd. Um, that is on the 2nd, depending on when you listen to this. So we're going to see, you know, look back for a moment and, you know, see what your intentions were, what new systems you may have wanted to put in place. And we really will are going to begin to see forward motion because, I mean, yes, Mercury is is um, retrograde, but it's not retrograde forever. It, it goes direct on, it starts to go direct on, I believe, the 2nd of February. So that's not too far off. Mm, and then... A few days later, we have Mercury, we have Pluto back, dun, 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 that is forming a conjunction with that Mercury retrograde. So again, inner, inner work, inner, um, inner, 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 <laughs> inner revolutions, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And then we have Venus goes direct on the 30th. And on the same day, the sun is squaring Uranus again. Let's just change the name January to the month of Uranus. <laughs> Seriously. My goodness. Again, so it's like change is coming. But we, you know, maybe feel blocked. You maybe feel stifled. But I assure you, that does not last forever. And a lot of it is in our minds. It's in, you know, and sometimes we, you know, we have these 
blocks in our minds that we create through these mental mental patternings of like how we think stuff should go or like how we are unable to we we lack these qualities hopefully throughout this month you know by the end of it we're feeling like a higher level of self-worth <laughs> you hear my stomach <laughs> i'm hungry <laughs> that's hilarious but hopefully what was i saying so hopefully by this month we are having a a higher level of self-worth and it's also helpful to remember that like these square aspects that that it's not like a negative thing it can be perceived as that like it's all about perception but it could be like something is being blocked for us perhaps for our own benefit and that's really something to think about um you know it's all one of my good friends it's all about it's all about timing and lighting and that is very true you know some things are not meant to happen at a certain time and or we're not meant to see when and we're being protected in a way for it to develop and open up. It's not just about self-worth though. Like all this Uranus energy is, is really, it's, it's coming. I think I mentioned this earlier in, in the show, but it's like this boiling point. Like how much can we be stifled and pushed poked prodded told what to do against our will like all this stuff and this goes for us on a personal level in our lives and maybe we're in like shitty relationships or like a job we don't like and also in in the the collective like you know, it's just like enough is enough. Who are these, who do these people think they are like dictating the lives of an entire planet? And it's just where I feel we're going to see this begin to play out in a um, really big way. I mean, we see it playing out already, but if all this all this stuff that I just told you about going on in in the month of of January astrologically speaking is any indication of of um what's to come you know it is it's like enough enough is enough on the last day of Uranus we have a a trine between Venus and Uranus so this is like go time this is when we'll see it like it's like enough of the restraints the freaking shackles like it's it it's go time let's do this the planets are both direct and it's like radical shifts again that theme of like radical refinement knowing our worth 
not settling, not being held down. We're freaking over it and we're not we're not settling for that anymore. And the sun is also square Uranus for a second day as well. It's a pretty strong strong aspect going on. So, as we can see, January is pretty intense, right? And throughout the like throughout the month we may be feeling some frustration because frustration because there's all this there's these aspects that are kind of feel like we're being held back and we're we're not seeing forward motion and it can feel really frustrating especially since all the stuff we have been through it's like we're tired we're tired enough it's like the waiting is over no more of this bullshit pardon my french but i'm just like very very passionate person and definitely about this situation like not not complacent not compliant like this needs to all shift like yesterday <laughs> so but the thing is how does it shift it comes from within like I know it can feel super frustrating to be like well what can I do I'm one person how and there's all this stuff out there and like and it all feels so heavy the thing is when we get together that's when we make the shifts but also it happens on a personal level and what's really important and one of the things that I, one of the many things I love about reality transurfing is this theory of, of mirrors, right? And it's not just unique to reality transurfing, but it's basically like your world is just, is always a reflection of your thoughts. You know, we can see many you know, everyone has had such different experiences like unique experience of what the past year has been some people have had absolutely beautiful lives welcomed in children gotten married started new businesses and others have had a really really hard time for many different reasons and and others have and they've had hard times from nothing that they have necessarily done themselves you know but then there is another group that has had a hard time because that they have focused on all the negative shit right all the negativity and that just contributes to it so yes our world is a mirror but the thing is there comes a point where when we're doing the inner work that When we're doing the inner work and we are really working on manifestation and changing our lives in a personal level, but also changing, working to recreate the earth and, and step into that vibration of the new earth, it's incredibly helpful to turn away from the mirror rather than looking at the reflection and seeing stuff that hasn't changed yet because like on the, on the material realm it's slower it's not like um things change in the blink of an eye sometimes they do feel like that and though it's more of like a, a quantum leap but when we're manifesting man, when we're manifesting 
and working to shift stuff, it's slower and it takes it, it takes time. So it's very helpful to step away from the mirror and not look and focus more on ourselves and our inner work and what we can change and in working, you know, through meditation and working through prayer, working quote unquote, but also action, what we can do and, and these steps that we can take in our own lives rather than keep looking at the mirror and be like, oh, nothing's changing and nothing's changing. Rather turn our focus towards ourselves. And it's, an, it's not a selfish thing. It's not at all. So if you're thinking that, get that out of your head, please. But yes, the mirror, the mirror, it's always there. We can work with it all the time and you'll begin to see that what we put out, what you, me, us put out, we'll begin to see that sometimes it takes time. So turn away from the mirror and go within. Especially when you're you're coming from a place that maybe feels so low um, in reality, transurfing it's called it's referred to as an induced transition and it's like you look on the outside and it's like oh there's all this like bad stuff going on and it it feels it's when you're when we're focusing on that it feels like this momentous task momentous task to change and to shift and it it will help so much to just turn away and and make the tiny shifts action it requires action though like that was my issue for for so long and maybe you can relate like I meditated every day I would say affirmations or whatever but I was also like screaming at my mirror like why isn't this happening I am I cursed like what the fuck I and I'll be like literally like yelling at my spirit guides and guardian angels it was awful it was so bad I was just so frustrating but if I had known back then what I know now I would have just like turned away from what was going on on the outside and like focused on recreating um, a new reality for myself because it's like once you're in that space of an induced transition like once you're in that script or timeline so to speak you it's like impossible to change like what's going on you know try as you might the situation is what it is but what we can do is recreate the future now moment and that's what I didn't get I didn't get that I was trying to change what was in front of me that had already materialized by getting my my vibration and my vision to a certain 
uh, what's called life track. But, you know, I mean, I know me saying all this is all fine and dandy, but like truly, like, like when I see my life fell apart, like it fell apart. My, my, my marriage, my home, um, bankruptcy, shit, I even had to give my dog away, you know, very quickly after my, the birth of my daughter, I was faced with a decision within a super chaotic situation where I, I became a single mother when, when she was only three months old and that decision in turn just set off this whole chain of events that was not easy but very very necessary like everything it was not everything but almost everything was stripped of me and like it's taken me a really long time to rebuild it and what feels like a really long time but like when you zoom out it's not a long time so I get it I know it's not easy but once you have the the tools to to create or you realize that you already do have the tools but like a um uh methodology to that works that you can put in place to create the shifts and not just talk about it but actually do it be about it and now i we're going to going to do a little reading from a book called Earth by Barbara Marciniak. So get cozy, get comfortable, sit down or lay down. If you're driving, pause and come back to this. I invite you to relax your shoulders, relax your jaw and your hands. Relax your face and the, all those muscles along your eyes. And take a big deep breath in through your nose. And a nice big exhale from your mouth. Put yourself in comfort and become very still send a message to your body to relax release and let go take a deep deep breath once you have exhaled feel a wave of serenity moving over your body continue to consciously breathe finding your own rhythm Feel your chest expand and open. Feel your heart area get warmer. Relax your throat. Let your mind be clear and your vision centered. 
Track your breathing for a few moments. Imagine a pillar of light touching the top of your head, then entering your body. Breathe deeply in and out, following your breath, making yourself as light, calm, and peaceful as you can. Once you are in this serene place, focus your energy on your third eye and picture your world, earth. Whatever you imagine is fine. As you hold the picture of the globe in your mind's eye, feel the existence of an individual blueprint and purpose for all of Earth's inhabitants. You may see these blueprints as sparks of light in geometric shapes. Feel the uniqueness and multitude of lessons that are necessary for consciousness to evolve. Not only is the consciousness of each individual being stretched, the collective consciousness of the globe is connecting in a unique way. Feel the contribution that each individual makes to the global plan. And from your now, send out a wave of intent, inspiring love and trust of the human form. Now, as if your consciousness were a magnet drawing to itself all light consciousness, feel yourself rising out of your own blueprint like a ball of golden light. Let your blueprint begin to rotate around the grid of earth, looking for the other blueprints that are key to work with yours, whose ultimate plan is to activate a new global blueprint for humankind. Feel this global search. Let yourself, as the golden sphere of light, rotate around and around the planet, going from one place to another. Let it grow in size as it attracts light consciousness to it, forming a blanket of light and triggering an intertwining energy grid designed to be awakened by intersecting consciousness. Feel your golden ball of light being drawn to different locations around the globe. See yourself there and see your presence altering, opening, and expanding wherever you are. Imagine six billion people connected to that global blueprint from inside their bodies. They know that the coming change is an opportunity to live more joyous and expanded lives in which they have the freedom to look at life from a very different perspective. Bring your consciousness back to your physical body now. Visualize light running through you, infusing you, connecting you 
Watch the energy flow at a rapid rate and let your body begin to pulse. Feel stronger and filled with new information, health, and vitality. Feel the pillar of light continuously within you, filling you and connecting you with your source. Keep that pillar of light always coming into your physical body. The pillar of light is your calling card into the higher realms. Thought is, you are evolving toward learning to use your thought in productive ways so that you can alter your world and create a brand new paradigm of reality. Trust yourself and listen well to what it is you are discovering. The road that appears before you may be very interesting. Remember that you always create it. And if you do not like the scenery, you can simply take a new road. Pleasant journeys. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Stay in this space for as long as you'd like. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you again soon. Bye. This wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the This Is Really Happening podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. Also, check out the attached links to learn more about myself, my business, Clear Channel Activation, as well as to see what I'm currently offering and other projects I've got going on. Thanks again, you beautiful souls. I'll see you next time.